And welcome to hour two. Actually, it's an uh, hour uh, with uh, 50 minutes left here in hour two. Uh, if you missed the first hour of today's show or hour and 10 minutes of today's show, you missed a really good hour. We had our good friend Mark Panicelli on. We talked a little bit about everything. <coughs> but mostly NBA, uh, we talked some Washington Nationals. We uh, we just had a pretty good time with him. And uh, joining me right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, he is rocketing down uh, Highway 70 towards uh, not Old Burn, but New Burn. He is the sales executive to the stars. He is my, my dear friend. He is a guy that you know we'll have your back anytime you need to have your back held wait a minute that doesn't sound right either it's it's my good friend jason bryant how are you doing jb what's up buddy how are you doing i'm doing i feel like i've got a lot more energy today than i had maybe in that last week or two before uh our uh our vacation i call it a vacation appetizer because that was only a week we've got a two-week vacation coming up here and <clears throat> and, and about 11 days or so, but, uh, dude, I just feel very energetic this morning. This is all caffeine free, dude. I do too. The only problem is, is I was on vacation last week too. And I've got shoes on for the first time in <laughs> about 10 days. And I'm not very comfortable. Right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not wearing a tie, are you? No, sir. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah, dude. We, we, no we tie, but, I mean, I've had flip-flops for no shoes on, been at the beach. You know, and around the house for 10 days, like I said, today is the first time I put shoes on and <laughs> laced them up and tied them. So it's, uh, it's a little uncomfortable, but we'll get back into it. Oh, I know you will. I know you will. That's one of the things. Uh, Mark was off last week, too. We were all, it's almost like everybody was off last week, and now we're uh, having to be back at work this week. Tell everybody what did uh, Jason Bryant and your beautiful family do last week on vacation, dude? We spent some time at the beach. Um, for the fourth with my in-laws and that was, that's always fun. And, and then came back midweek and just honestly didn't do anything around the house. Just <laughs> really recharge the batteries and get ready for the second half of the year. It's what I like to do. And, you know, Brian, we got a lot of good things, um, coming up. You and I do, I mean, we're what a little over a month away from Friday night lights and I couldn't be more excited about it. And, Matter of fact, me and you need to do lunch or dinner one night and figure out the schedule because I think it's going to be a good one. Oh, dude, I cannot wait, man. That That is awesome. It's just right around the corner. Dude, we've got the Sports Hall of Fame where your father-in-law is going to be inducted into the Sports Hall. And a lot of your friends, too. I mean, when you consider this class, and I, and I need to talk about it more because it is awesome. I mean, Wells Gulledge, Bill Ellis, uh, Clay Kroon. Let's just go down the list. Clay Kroon, Craig Dawson, Daryl Goff, Chris Hatcher, Earl Miller, uh, Charles Shackelford, Peggy Jean Taylor, Don Whaley, Craig Hill, Wells Gulledge, and Bill Ellis, and then along with uh, five teams that we're inducting too. Dude, this is going to be we're going to we're going to have a blast uh, with this Hall of Fame, aren't we? So, what's the time frame on that? Like, are we giving everybody like three minutes, or <laughs> do I need to break my sleeping bag and some pillows? <laughs> Dude, that's above my pay grade. I'm on the committee, but that is a. Uh, that's a Corey Povar and uh, George Whitfield thing because George will be the host again. And we, if they do like they've done in the well, – we've done pretty – and i got to admit, and this is going to shock you, I'm sure, but I've not been to a whole lot of the meetings this, this time around. I wrote all the stories for the program, but 
I've not gone. I think I've only been to two of the meetings, so I can't really tell you uh, all the ins and outs. But if they do what we've done the last couple of ceremonies, Jason, uh, George gets up there. I can't even call him George. Coach Whitfield gets up there, and uh, they introduce the person. We hand them the their trophy. And then George talk, or Coach Whitfield talks about them for about two and a half, three minutes, and the person actually doesn't really even say anything. Yeah, I I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been to one. I think I went to the – did I go to the last one? Maybe I did go to the last one. Uh, seems like – did George Ivey get in last time? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, so I was at that one, I believe. Okay. And it was a nice evening. And when – tell people, when is that? Is that the 19th? <laughs> yeah. How about this, Jason? You want to talk about you being slammed and – me too. Uh, how about the first week of high school football is August the 19th, that Friday night, which I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. And then the very next day is uh, is uh, the Sports Hall of Fame. And also that weekend, too, is the Battle of the Badges. Uh, that's going to be taking place all over Kenson. I'm a part of that, too. So that, that weekend, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for me, is going to be uh, just absolutely slim. But, dude, you and I, we wouldn't have it any other way, would we? No, let's just jump into it and hit the turn. Well, I, before we get in, there's several things I want to talk about. I want to talk about Jackson Massey uh, stepping down at uh, at uh, North Lenore. I want your thoughts on that here in a few moments. And, in fact, I do need to let people know he will be joining us next week. And, again, this is where if, if you were here right now, Jason, I would give you a full frontal hug and and everything you really uh, do. You, you came through for me. Jack, just to let everybody know, we had even we had planned on Jackson Massey joining us this morning, uh, but he called me late yesterday. I guess about five thirty. Well, not late, but about five thirty, six o'clock yesterday. And understandably, said, in fact, let's just jump into Jackson Massey right now. Uh, he had said that uh, you know uh, when he let me know that he was resigning. And dude, by the way, I was eating lunch in Columbia, Maryland. Okay, when he let me know that, and we we still got it out there before everybody else. How cool is that, dude? Right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, anyway, uh, but uh, he is at that time. He said, yeah, he'd come on with me on Monday. He would talk about it, but he called me last night, Jason, and just said, you know, listen, he's got some kind of uh, something he had to do at his new job today. And, but he said by next Monday, he could let us know everything and what is, what's next for him and all that. So he will be joining us exclusively here next Monday here on the Brian Hanks show. Uh, Maybe even Tuesday. He's going to find out for sure which day, but Early next week, we'll have Jackson Massey on here, and we'll tie a bow on uh, what he's going to be doing next in his career. But uh, as someone who follows that program pretty closely over there, uh, Jason, I just wanted to get your thoughts on I got to tell you, personally, I was shocked. I And not in a good way, bad way, in different way. Just I was just surprised. I mean, the success that he has had at North and North, I, I know they lost a lot of seniors, including your nephew, uh, this past year uh, to graduation, but still a lot of talent coming back in North North. Just in, hey, just take a few minutes. Your thoughts on uh, Jackson Massey, his impact at North Lenore, and him now leaving there, Jason? Well, first of all, I know absolutely nothing about the situation. I have not spoken to him. Um, like I said, I really haven't spoken with anyone. My nephew has been out of town with his dad and that side of his family, so I haven't really talked to him. So it's pure speculation. So we're not going to speculate much as far as <laughs> um, 
rivers or anything. We let it come straight from the horse's mouth. But just to speak on Jackson, I was shocked too. But in today's world that we live in, with this taxing and all the energy and stuff that goes into, you know, being an AD, being a coach, it's not just, you know, we'll take baseball, for example. It's not just February through May. It's not. It's year-round. They have summer programs. They have off-season workouts. It didn't used to be like that. There was a season. And it's just a lot. You know, I have small kids at home. You know, my wife and I work very hard. There's things we don't do um, with our kids. So my guess, and only my guess is, Jackson's got a small child, and it's probably taken away a little bit from um, him being able to do some things with, with his son, and that's very important. And, you know, while shot, not exactly. And uh, people are just getting to the point where, you know, they're losing time with kids and loved ones over uh, a job and, and work and the work that he does and the way he pours his heart into it. I mean, I'm sure he's given 110% and, and family's lacking a little bit. So that's my guess. His legacy, what do you think it's going to be there at North Lenore? And, again, that voice listener is Jason Bryant. He's our big interview here in the second hour of today's show. What, what do you think his legacy is going to be there? And, and I'll share my thoughts in a second, but I wanted yours first. Uh, what, what do you think Jackson Massey's legacy is going to be at North Lenore? Jackson will always be remembered. Uh, he did a great job. I mean, the, the athletic program strong. The booster club strong out there. I think that's all – um, a testament of all his work and how he's well-respected within the community. And, you know, I just think it lasts a little bit. It's a, not a failure, but I'm sure he would have wanted to bring a state championship home and they got to the Eastern Regional Finals, uh, well, now two years ago. But, I mean, they were right there knocking on the door, and it's a cycle. I mean, there's, there's athletes, and, you know, I'm sure he would have – probably tell you he'd have done a couple of things different but wouldn't we all when we're oh, yeah. looking back oh, on yeah. something that we poured our heart and soul into i love so, no i love what you said about the the familial part of it there jason and you know we i was down at the east coast invitational a couple of weeks ago i'm just going to piggyback what you were talking about there and was talking to wells gullage and talking to perry tindall and uh you, you remember Wells stepped away back in uh after the 2012 championship season and was just completely out of sports for a couple of years and it's because he had uh, Baker and Brinkley and uh, sort of in the same situation you're in right now with your beautiful family, dude, that people don't realize. I mean, and, and that's the one thing that, you know, I saw some things, not a lot of things, but I saw a couple of things online that just bothered me. Just, Oh, look at him quitting now and all that. But for folks like me who don't have children, we just don't know the pressure of someone like, and I'll use you as an example. I mean, who works 80 hours a week and then still, you know, has, you know, has time for your children and for your wife and all that, man, when and you put that in a, in a coaching framework too, I mean, it really is sort of unfair for these, uh, for these coaches who have small children in their family, isn't it? I mean, again, you have a good view of it. Well, that's why you see a lot of, you know, you see a lot of those kids, you know, talking about Perry's kids and, and Gieselman's kids, I mean, and my yeah, kids. Yeah, and, yeah. And I can only speak to kids behind, but, I mean, it's a family. I mean, we, we go to we go to North and North games when Kinston plays over there, and 
our kids mingle with other Carson's kids and Jackson's kids and, you know, um, you know, more of them. I mean, they're all, they're all growing up the same way. And, you know, there's just sometimes that gets overlooked. And, you know, I think that's why Perry's been sustainable and Ryan's been sustainable is their, their wives and their, and their, and even their parents are always there and taking care of the kids and, Involving the kids, and that's why. I mean, how how many how many kids behind football, baseball, or basketball games have you ever been to and not seen at least Ollie and True or Ryan's daughter Blythe and, and or his son Cutler or Connor and Avery? I mean, I bet you can count on your hand the number of times that you haven't seen at least one of them there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And again, like I said, it was such a big thing for Wells back in 2013 2012 through 2014 that he just stepped away altogether the entire thing just so he could spend more time with his family uh perry perry tindall has stepped away from being the athletics director the past few years so he can have more time with his family just and and like you said with diesel i mean diesel gives so much of his life and his heart to uh, the kenston program too just i don't know man i just it's one of those things that when i'm just wearing my sports fan hat and I don't see all the familial connections and all that. It just—it's hard to, you know, wrap your mind around it. But I tell you what, man, uh, just a great job and to to be winners and to do everything that they do and still have their family connections too. It's just amazing. I'll put my uh, coda or whatever on uh, Jackson Massey. I got to tell you, I think he did a fantastic job, man. I mean, listen, just like Kenston basketball is going to be, you know, good year in and year out. Just like South Lenore softball is going to be good year in, year out. Like Parrot Academy football is good year in and year out. That is what North Lenore baseball has been. And the entire time I've been here, and even you're a North Lenore grad yourself, you know how good it was in the 80s and 90s. I mean, it's it's always going to be good, but to be able to take it to that next level, to be a state championship contender, which is what Jackson Massey had uh, North Lenore at these past three or four years, to cultivate – a team like he had. I mean, wasn't there eleven player, eleven seniors on this past? Uh, on, on it was the, ten or eleven. Ten or eleven, something like that. I mean, to keep those players together, I think Jackson Massey just did a hell of a job. I really do. I hate that he's going to be gone. Uh, I'm really wondering who's going to step up and uh, be that next coach. And that's where your insight is a lot better than mine. So I'm going to put your feet to the fire here. Who is the next baseball coach, in your opinion, over at North North? I mean, is he on the staff there now, or will they be bringing somebody in, Jason? Well, I expect him to do a full search, but I believe he's on staff. I believe it's Sheer. Okay. Um, he was very uh, respected by all the players. Uh, Matthew is uh, one of Matthew's favorites. Um, that's all I can speak on. But I want I want to go back and say two, two things about Jackson and coaches and, in general, and then we'll move on. The first thing is, you know, there's different types of servants in 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 line of public, the public sector. What we talk about, you know, there's law enforcement people, um, there's you know emergency services. They all put their lives on the line. That's not what I'm speaking to. But coaches and athletic directors are servants to to the student bodies of their schools, and they provide a service. But when it's some of the good ones, like the ones we've been talking about. It is a 24-7 job. They answer phone calls from kids when they're in trouble or they need somebody to lean on, when they need a father figure, when they need a parental figure. And that that's why it's so taxing and so just 
such a demanding job, Ryan. I mean, it's not just a eight to five Monday through Friday job. So I wanted to say that. And then the second thing I want to say about Jackson is a lot of people don't understand what we do on this radio station behind the scenes. Brian, when we started high school football and we started this show, there's no, I mean, there's a bunch of people that support it and, and no one's better than the other, but I got to tip my hat to that guy because every phone call I ever made to him, he answered my phone call Yeah. or he got right back to me and he opened his doors. He welcomed us at North and North for whatever we wanted to do broadcast wise or interview wise and you know, we can't do what we do without people like him. And, and I mean, I know we're talking about Jackson, but that goes for Diesel, it goes for Jay over at Green Central, it goes for, you know, the guys over at South Lenore. I mean, they just welcome us with, with open arms and let us really do what we love to do. Yeah. And I can't wait, dude. We are, what, right at a month away, a little bit over a month away. God, dude, does that not blow your mind, dude? We're five weeks away from the start of high school football. Tell you what, put a pin in that, though, because I know you're going to love this part. I need to thank our title sponsor of the big interview. It's UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. <coughs> Excuse me. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenton, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into our big interview. It's the sales executive to the stars at WRNS who is uh, heading to, who's on US 70 right now, heading to a meeting. I've got to be off the line with him here in about 12 minutes so he can get to that meeting and make us lots of money. <laughs> you like <that? laughs> yeah, there you go. no i appreciate you jason i you know that i mean i i think it's sort of a mutual admiration society here but it, i think mine is stronger on my side because you are the guy that's in the trenches and that's out there selling this show and all that and dude it, it just i don't say it enough probably but i on the air but i hope i do personally dude I appreciate everything you do for this show. And I know Tony can say the same thing about what you do for all, what, five or six stations that are in Dick Broadcasting in Eastern North Carolina. But specifically, I love the passion that you have for 960 The Bull and for the Brian Hanks show, dude. Well, it's fun. It's different. You know, there's there's ups and downs. But be remorseful if I didn't mention that, you know, if you want to be a part of this show, there's ways to do that. You can reach out to me or Brian. We'll put a, we'll put something together. We'll tailor make something for your business only, and we'll come up with ideas. And you can be a part of Brian's show on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, whatever it is you want to. And starting next month, Brian, you know I'll be hitting the streets with our high school football package for the high school football season we'll be doing a game 11 11 games during the regular season we'll wow. figure out postseason when we get to it but i can put it all together for everybody and you can be a part of those games in your show for a 
low monthly investments, and the people are listening to your show. They're interacting, and we saw that with some social media buzz over the weekend. And it's just, it's an awesome thing, and it can help your business. Our listeners are loyal people, and they will visit your business and do business with you. We only have to ask them to do that. So let me help you with that. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And uh, listen, I appreciate everybody that has said nice things about this program. And there are times, you know, dude, that I'll be sitting here and just doing the show and, you know, especially monologue in the seven o'clock hour. And I'll just be talking and the thought will go through my mind, dude, of, is anybody listening to this right now? Could I basically just say anything? But then all I have to do is make a mistake, and then I know that there's a, there's a lot of people listening. But, man, all the kind things that were said about the show uh, over the past few days, dude, the, the big award from uh, uh, the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce, we really do appreciate them too. And, you know, it didn't even occur to me until – I think I told you this later on. Uh, I didn't – didn't that – you were there at that ceremony at the, uh, small business award ceremony. And, you know, I'm sitting there picking on you, I'm blowing on the back of your neck and I'm picking on you. And I had no idea about uh, what was getting ready to happen, dude. Hey, I had my poker face on too. You were doing that. <laughs> I, I never even turned around and looked at you because I didn't want to give it away. Well, dude, you were awesome. And everybody was awesome about all that. But again, high school football season, just right around the corner and, I think it's going to be another great season. I mean, Parrot Academy coming off a state championship. I think they're going to be strong again uh, this year. Uh, Kinston is has been gradually getting stronger and stronger in the in the toughest two A conference in the state. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen in North Lenore. I'm a little bit concerned with another with another new coach over there. And now, uh, you know, with a now Heather's still there. She's. I wonder if she's going to be the AD by herself. Have you heard anything about that? It makes sense, but I just—I mean, Heather's in that spot too. I mean, she's got a daughter, plays you know volleyball and and and, and softball religiously. So I just don't—I don't know that that's something that is going to be what she wants to do. I mean, she—it's just a weird—it's a weird time in all of our lives. I mean, I can't answer that. I yeah. would, Heather yeah. would be great. Heather's a great friend of ours, but I just don't know that I don't know that that's something she wants to do. I think that's kind of why there was the co-athletic director um, in place anyway. It kind of takes some off of both of them. I I would agree with you wholeheartedly there, and I got to tell you, dude, I got here in the fall of two thousand two. Okay, Jason, and the only coaches who are still in place, what twenty one years later are Heather and North Lenore Copperhead was at that time, he was the girls, uh, assistant head coach to, uh, Wayne Floyd. Uh, and then like a year later took back over the, uh, boys program. So Copperhead and Heather, dude, that's it. There's nobody, well, there's nobody. Now what did Corey, wait a minute, maybe Corey Bryant at uh Kenston high school, but dude, there's definitely maybe. nobody, nobody at South Lenore, nobody at Parrot. I mean, hell, uh, Matt Beeman was graduating from college when I got here in 02. So it's just crazy, yeah. man, that uh, – and he young Heather, who is now – now I don't want her to get her mad at me. Uh, she's not as young as she was when I got here, dude, <laughs> you know. But that's it, man. I mean, uh, other than Heather and Copperhead and Corey Bryant at Kenston High School, 
I think that's it. Everybody else is uh, retired or cycled out or everything since I got here, dude. Yeah, times are changing. Uh, I mean, hey, hey, you're not a spring chicken anymore either, bud. <laughs> you can, you doggone right about that. Well, uh, Jason, I'm not either. No, we're not, <laughs> dude. We're not, man. That's for sure. Hey, I did want to let, – let's touch on football a little bit. Just your thoughts. I mean, as we are talking about – we're going to be doing games again this year. Uh, we're going to be uh, – I'm wondering what's going to happen over at Bethel. You know, I mean, Bethel goes without a season last year. And uh, for the first time ever – well, not ever, but since they re, uh, you know, rejuvenated the program back in, what, 2015, 2016, they're going to be without Brick Crowder, but they do have a, uh, a coach. I wonder if they're going to play a varsity schedule this year. I got to tell you, I did hear – go ahead, go ahead. I would think they are, but, I mean, that's just – I mean, I think your numbers will be there this year. I, I hope think so, it was man. A bad, a bad situation last year. Well, uh, I got to tell you, I heard a juicy rumor that, about uh, JP2, about John Paul II. You know, they were supposed to go 11-man this year. Uh, they did. Yeah. They terminated a bunch of their eight-man uh, games. Well, in fact, all of them, because they're supposed to go. Evidently, dude, they don't have the numbers to be 11-man <laughs> this year. So uh, now they're scrambling, trying to find schools to play them, and I think they've maybe got three or four games right now because they can't field an eleven-man team. I think they've got like seventeen or eighteen players. Uh, so uh, I got to tell you, just I don't care. I know we we air in Greenville on a two five two ESPN, but just the cockiness of JP two over the past few years. And they don't have a state championship in football to show for it. In fact, paired Academy beat them twice. It kind of, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings a, a bit that they're struggling right now, dude. And that's Brian Hanks's opinion. I, w- w- do you have an opinion? Or are you neutral on this? I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, so you're just watching me with my shovel, just keep digging my hole deeper and deeper, and you're just watching me as I get keep going down in my hole. It's a beautiful thing, but I'm not getting in that hole. <laughs> I agree. Okay, well, let's talk hey, about. Have, uh, go ahead. Before we get done, just give me a minute because I need to. I need to talk about something. We can finish football. Just give me a minute before we get off. I will. Well, we've got about uh, four minutes left here. I know you've got a big meeting coming up here in less than ten minutes, so we got to get you off. And we've got to play the birthday game for the first time in like two weeks here in a little bit with John and Jonathan. But uh, hey, just real quick, Kenston, North and North South. Let's talk about in Parrot. What are you anticipating? And hell, let's throw Green Central in there too with the historic season they had. Just uh, give me twenty seconds on each. What are you anticipating this year, Jason? All right, we'll start with Green Central. Jay's got it rolling. He's got people bought in. I expect them to be right there um, in, in the conversation for their conference. Kinston has the ability. Um, they're going to be a little young in, in key positions, so we'll see how that develops. Um, Parrot, I think, will be a step back this year. I think they'll be competitive. I don't see a state championship this year with uh, the players they lost, but they'll always be competitive. Um, we hope Bethel gets on the field. Um, South and North had some great things happen last year. I hope their numbers are up and he's got enough bodies to be sustainable because I felt like his, you know, top 11 or 12 players were very good. He just didn't have backup. And I, I think the same thing is for North North. They just need to get their numbers up and be able to plug people in where there's not a big drop-off from, from their starters and their skill positions. I'll, dude. You just succinctly wrapped up or a, a quick preview in about a minute and a half. That was beautiful, dude. Sweet. 
<laughs> Jason Bryan, our big interview here on uh, today's Brian Hanks show. And uh, you've got uh, the floor is yours. You said you needed a minute. I'll give you two minutes and 10 seconds. What you got? All right. In the world of participation trophies, and I understand the world we live in, but I carried and my daughter and her teammates, I was the head coach for the 8U, um, the North County uh, softball All-Stars, and we competed down in Pender County in Burgall a couple weeks ago. Um, it was our girls' first time in the All-Star experience. Um, we were shell-shocked. We did not win the game, but we were competitive. And I was blindsided as a coach with some <clears throat> rules that I was not aware of. But my girls and our parents in a very competitive environment conducted themselves, and we did it with class. We lost with class. And there's no trophy for second place. I get it. But our girls and our team and our families were awarded with the uh, sportsmanship trophy for the All-Star Tournament. And I got to tell you, Brian, with with the things I see in, in, with Connor's travel ball and, and, and girls' softball, where the parents are living through them kids and it gets heated, our parents are not like that in this show. And that award means a lot to us. And we'll be – We'll be putting it out there a little bit, but I just want to share that experience with everybody. Dude, that is awesome. And again, I don't know how you do what you do, my friend. And I and I'm just I'm not just saying that because we're on the air right now and I'm talking to you. I've said the same thing to Linda. Dude, you are you're an amazing guy, man. You and your entire family. I dude, both your kids are well, both your kids are part of every team that they can be a part of uh, your <laughs> yep. wife is is just an amazing person you are i mean with everything you do for wrns and then you're a family guy too it's just amazing I, i'm proud to call you my friend dude and i mean that sincerely jason uh, it goes both ways we're gonna keep doing this brian Hanks show and we're, we're gonna do some things on the bulls so stay tuned for exciting updates and changes but you know come be a part of what we do I can show you better than I can tell you. I love it. And if you want to get in touch with Jason, uh, you can do it via social media. You can do it through me, and I will put you in touch with him. Listen, Jason, thank you. Again, I, for people who may just be joining us right here at the end of your interview, you just, you came on, decide, you, uh, came on, you've often said, Brian, you need me. I'm here. By God, every time I, I call you and I need you, you are indeed there, dude. Thank you so much, okay? Thanks, buddy. Hey, you timed it perfect. I'm pulling it to y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's Jason Bryant, sales executive to the stars. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right. See you, buddy. There you go. Uh, listen, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game for the first time in it seems like forever. And uh, we'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. <sighs> it's Monday, July the 10th, in the year of the Lord, 2023. It feels like I've been gone a long time, gentlemen, but I'm back after an adventure in Washington, D.C., in our nation's capital, and then a couple of days down at the Outer Banks. I am back with, with my, my brother, John Dawson, or my, my partner, John Dawson, and our child, that's Jonathan Let's bump it back to brother. <laughs> <laughs> How about acquaintance? Acquaintance, yeah, 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 yeah. But our son, we do have mutual custody over here of uh, Jonathan Massey, though. Well, we were together when we went to the pound that day. <laughs> Wait a minute! Ah, the first one of the of the of the month. I like that yeah. there, uh, guys. 
we are only playing uh let's see we've got this week and i'm only here until thursday of next week so this is going to be the shortest month of birthdays ever for the birthday game nine games yeah that's it so really it's like the best of nine whoever gets to five first is going to win the month of july now you've won back-to-back months john dawson yes if you win this month it'll be a three-peat with an asterisk <laughs> i don't know i mean you know kind of like how this show started with an asterisk it's an asterisk asterisk who cares? It's not there anymore. <laughs> much, much like our names, it has been dissolved from the title. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Well, that was mean. But not was a, it untrue? Well, well, in in his like, defense, a lot of our the guff we gave you about the award thing got, you know, destroyed by the, oh, the yeah. accident <laughs> with the uh, memory card. That's right. Well, no, we did do that Thursday. You guys got uh, one But we did it for like four days. Accident. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Atterkrisk again, whatever (laughs) it was. Asterisk. It's asterisk. Asterisk. I'm not, I ain't got time to enunciate that. We're on a time crunch here. We are on a time crunch here. You're not wrong about that. God forbid we don't finish before you go on vacation again. That's true. Five days this week. Four days next week, and then uh, I get to go to a – me and the, the the hot Linda get to go to Seattle. Then we're going to Seattle, Alaska, and then Tucson, Arizona in a two-week period. How about that? Hmm, that seems excessive, Brian. It is excessive. Sounds it's like, the summer of Linda, though. Oh, okay. sounds like Sounds like a little slice of hell going to Seattle. <laughs> Kurt Cobain couldn't deal with it. <laughs> And he was wow. drugged up to his eyeballs. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So, uh, anyway, did y'all miss me? You've not seen me since, what, Friday? What was that date? Friday, June 30th. So, it's been like 11 days since you've seen me, John Dawson. I kept checking Interpol <laughs> while you were out of the country. Hey, hey, while you were in D.C., did you happen to fall off any bicycles with our president? <laughs> no, I did not. Wow. That's a shame. Wow. Yeah, it is a shame. But, or so uh, the press would have us believe. Indeed. Well, I, I got to see the Washington Nationals play a couple of games. That was something. <laughs> and then uh, got to go to the Outer Banks as Linda collected oyster shells. Seriously. What kind of shells? That's what oyster. That ain't what you said the first time. What did I say the first time? I don't think there was an S in there. Oyster? I don't know what you said, but it didn't sound like oyster. Welcome to Linguistics Corner. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Atarkisk. Uh, <laughs> I will start cussing and make more work for you. He's the one doing it. Then make stop him. him. Make his Atarisk. life bad. <laughs> I was going to see if he would do it. Did you miss me, Jonathan Massey? Not in the least, Brian. <laughs> and if you ask me again, I'm going to turn into Chris Kyle. There you go. Did you do you like the new job? You started a new job on well, sort of a new old job on Wednesday as you uh, went back to uh, an area that you had once dominated, and now you're back to dominate again. Yeah, I mean when they when they tell you to name your price, it's pretty hard to say no. Wow. So what'd you tell them? Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, did you miss me? Just say yes so we can. Well, you know, I told him the next time he asked I was going to turn into Chris Kyle. You might want to Google who that is. Why don't we uh, talk about the birthday game here, John Dawson? You won last month, second month in a row. Can you make it three in a row? You've never won three birthday months in a row. Let's see if you can do it this month. Sure. It's a shortened month. I think you can do it. Tell us about GoEco Office Automation, the title sponsor of the old birthday game. Well, Jacques Pasolik runs GoEco, and GoEco sponsors this uh, section of the show. And Jacques has told me he has people come into his store 
and say, did you sponsor that, that birthday game on the Brian Hanks show? And he says yes, and they automatically just start buying stuff. I mean, it's people that are retired, what? don't have a business. They don't, they're like living in teepees and stuff, but they're still going in there buying office automation because Jacques knows what he's talking about. The man could sell ice to an Eskimo. And uh, back to you, Brian. There you go. Uh, how about to you, Jonathan Massey? Tell us how we can get uh, you. Hmm? How we can get in touch with Jacques Pasolek. You can dial the phone number 252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website at goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com. I love it. Let's jump. <laughs> Let's jump right into today's birthday game. We've got two musical hints here, gents. Uh, here we go. Here's the first one. Dawson, Greg Ken. How did you know that? I know the song. The song? Some, it's the something song. The, the breakup song. There you go. The chorus is they don't make them like that anymore. There you go. The breakup song, and uh, they don't write them like that anymore. Eh, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Greg Ken of the Greg Ken Band, John Dawson. This song came out in 1981, if it helps you guys at all. Probably not, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, well, was, the album, was the album Conspiracy? No, it was, it's Rock Ken Row. But he did have an album called Conspiracy. He did. Well, this one is Rock Ken, R-O-C-K-I-H-N Row, Rock Ken Row. That was a long way to go. Yeah, it really was. They don't write them like that anymore, the Greg Ken Band. How old is Greg Ken today, John Dawson? Uh-uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> okay. As usual, you're right. Uh, 70. You say 70. What about you over there, Jonathan Massey? 71. He was born July 10th, 1949, so he is uh, 74 today. Congratulations. When Weird Al did his version of Jeopardy, Greg Ken appeared in the video with him. Did he really? He did. Well, he's smart. He's getting paid again. Oh, absolutely. And the song was actually, uh, uh, that's what uh, the one I should have done. Uh, they, I, I lost on Jeopardy or something. The, the Weird Al version. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You got that one. You get to go, uh, go next here for this next one. And it is a musical here. You don't stop saying it. Say it right. It's uh-uh-uh, not bop-bop-bop. Let him have his fun. I'm trying to get your revenge for Asterisk. Oh, that's oh, uh, that Alice's Restaurant. By? Arlo Guthrie. Radio station used to play this every Thanksgiving. Yes, they did. Thought we were going to talk longer. That's why I took a Oh, long I'm sip. sorry. <laughs> I forget you can't take a human size sip. Yeah, WRDU, the rock station oh, out of Raleigh, used to. Restaurant. I can't talk it. while he's talking. <laughs> uh, he would, uh, they would uh, have a request Thanksgiving, and you would call in and pledge, play such and such for 20 bucks. And you, radio was actually better because you didn't hear the same six songs over and over. And this was one they would, once they would hit 20,000 uh, pledges for it, they'd play it. 
This is before you could go on minutes. This is before you could go on the internet and have everything at your finger. It was a big deal to hear it, you know. Arlo Guthrie over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? This and Inagata Davida, the 18-minute version. People always pledge for that too. I'm gonna miss this by probably a decade, honestly. I'm gonna say 82. You say 82? What do you say, John Dawson? You can get anything Hold on. you want at Alice's restaurant. Okay. Said 82. Yeah. Dad was Woody Guthrie. I'll say 81. I don't know. You said 82. He was born July 10th, 1947. He's 76 today. So, John Dawson, you get that? Yeah, I was going to ask if he was related to Woody, and then yeah, that probably would have helped. <laughs> Honestly. Well, there you go. It's one to one. That's all our musical <clears throat> hints for today, gentlemen. It's a great song. Don't let Brian's um, my butt hurtness over it being a long song detract you. It's a great song. He didn't That's complain why. about it. You said 18 minutes. It is and made 18 it fa- minutes. Yeah. So what? <sighs> anyway, 18 minutes is a long time. That is listen. a long song. Well, instead of listening to three bad ones, listen to one good long one. It's most a difference. Uh, John Dawson goes back to you. She became famous as Al Bundy's wife on Modern Family. <laughs> yes, I threw you a curveball there. She's got a great accent. Oh, so, uh, Sophia Vergara. Yeah, Sophia Vergara. I, I, I struggle with The babe on that show is Julie Bowen for me because I love her from Ed. And I love her from uh, Happy Gilmore. She I, is, uh, I, I have no problems with her on Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she's I mean, I, she, my love for her started oh. on Ed, and it traveled to Modern Family. What about Happy Gilmore? Yeah, I, well, I saw that at some point, yes. I don't remember the chronology. I got to tell you, Happy Gilmore's Happy Place thing was fine, <laughs> but Shooter McGavin, or the other Happy the other Happy Place where Shooter McGavin was in it. Making out with his grandma? Well, no, Julie Bowen in that one with the with the black lace and all of that. yeah. yeah. Sophia Vergara. I'm a happily made man. (laughs) (laughs) Not for long. Imagine (laughs) Sophia Vergara and Julie Bowen. Do it, do it, do it. I'm sorry, Linda. (laughs) Linda hates it. She does. I don't know why. I don't know why. I ain't got an idea. But uh, Sophia (laughs) Vergara, I don't Attractive? (laughs) No. (laughs) You find her repulsive. Okay, John Dawson, <laughs> Sophia Vergara. Um, her her voice bothers me though. Well, she's Colombian, so I don't think we need to cast aspersions on the entire country. I think that her character is supposed to be a little annoying. A little. But Al Bundy is married to her though, so well not Al Bundy, but the guy who played Al Bundy, who also was on Miami Vice, by the way. Oh dear God, who was he on Miami Vice? <laughs> he was an Al underco- Bundy. <laughs> He was an undercover agent that they thought had gone to the turn to the other side, but he had just gotten so deep, he stopped calling into the office because he was about to make this big score. And they sent Crockett and Tubbs undercover to try to reel him back in. And he played a serious, incredibly serious, wow. very dark character. What so did was that? Uh, Michael Rich? Crank, the guy that played Kramer was on Miami Vice playing a really bad guy. That's awesome. About what was that first season, second season? It was like the. It was called Heart of Darkness. I think it was the first episode after the pilot. That's too crazy. Dude, you, your knowledge of Miami Vice is becoming scary, okay? <laughs> I can tell you. There ah. you go. Sophia Vergara, how old is she over there today, John Dawson? 
46. You say 46. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 47. She was born July 10th, 1972. She's 51 today. 51. Aged well. She's aged very well. Two to one, you lead uh, Jonathan Massey. It goes to you. I don't know. She was a singer. She's been in several things. I really thought she did a pretty good job playing Daisy Duke in the remake of Dukes of Hazzard. I really do. Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson, man. Mm. Can I get another one? (laughs) (laughs) He sounded put out on that one, John Dawson. Well, I mean, they didn't really ask a lot of whoever was playing Daisy Duke. Just have some nice gams and wear some really short shorts. Yeah, yeah. I heard they call John Daisy auditioned. Dukes, you know that, right? Mm. Yeah. I heard John auditioned for the role. Yeah. Well, he was a finalist for it. Well, he, they said his gams were too good. Yeah. He's got good gams. Have you ever seen him? He's gammed up. He is absolutely. He's uh, His friends call him Gamby. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Jessica Simpson over there, Jonathan Massey. How old today is she? 43. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. Right on it. She was born July the 10th, 1980. She is 43. Does I, think, I think Gamby was the name of that tiger in Apocalypse Now when they, they get off the boat and they're in the jungle looking for uh, mangoes and the tiger jumps out at them. And they say, never get off the boat. I, I read a, a something about it. The tiger's name was Gamby. So anyway, Jonathan, you lead three to one. I think you've already that means you've already clinched the day. And it, it means I have clinched the day, and I'm I'm one step closer to foiling his three peat. And, a, and a few years later, that tiger killed a guy in a, doing a stunt. So anyway, uh, let's get this last one in here. Uh, and the trainer had part of his face missing, where a tiger had bitten part of his face off. I'm trying to figure out where this is going. The more he dismisses it, the longer I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, we're going to do this last one, even though it doesn't matter, because Jonathan Massey's already clinched the day. It's a dad person. Uh, tennis great Arthur Ashe. He was the first black man and still the only black man to win at Wimbledon, uh, win the men's major. He won three majors, but he passed away in 1993. How old would he be, John Dawson, if he were still alive today? 83. He says 83 for this funny. All this three or four minutes we've been talking about this birthday, you're going to cut down to like 20 seconds. Just about. Just about. Arthur Ashe, he said 83. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 84. He was born July 10th, 1943, so he's 80 years. He would have been 80 years old today. Uh, so uh, you've got that, John, but it doesn't matter because Jonathan Massey had already uh, one. Already wrapped up the day. Wrapped up the day. <laughs> okay, uh, hey, local birthdays here. Uh, Tara Archie, today is Tara. You know Tara, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Tara, very, I love her to death, man. I coach both her kids over at uh, uh, Fairfield in basketball. Uh, great couple. Love uh, her and Dick. Uh, also, uh, you remember uh, we worked uh, with this lady at the Free Press, John Dawson, Nora Lee Parker. You remember her? Yes. She's a dancer. I, uh, John, <laughs> I got to tell you this story about her. And it's it's good. It's good. It's good. And I love Nora Lee anyway. Well, I never called her Nora Lee. I always called her Nora. But uh, I, she had left the Free Press, and I was doing some feature stories. And one of my last things I think I did for the Free Press, and <laughs> Janet went with me, our mutual friend Janet Sutton, who, you know, of course, we love to death. 
and uh, Nora's in there dancing and doing all her stuff. Well, she did a split, and I guess the expression on my face, and, and not a bad, but just I was impressed. Nora, who's probably, who is older than me, I'm guessing, yes. uh, does a split, and I guess my jaw was kind of hanging a little bit, and I look over at Janet, and Janet's just shaking her head at me and like wagging her finger at me like I was, you know, I don't know, you. gawking. <laughs> yeah. I really wasn't gawking. I was just impressed. Nora did a, a, a split. Yeah. It was impressive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, happy birthday, it. Nora Lee. Uh, today is also uh, up in uh, Raleigh. Uh, they've got a, a media award named after him, Tim Stevens. Today is his birthday. He was with the Raleigh News and Observer for about 100 years. And uh, then my nephew. Uh, today is my nephew, Andrew Hanks's birthday. So uh, happy birthday, Andrew. So if your birthday is today, like Andrew and Tim Stevens and Nora Lee Parker, who could do a split? John Dawson, mm-hmm. can you do a split? Yeah. Watch me while I leave. <laughs> Wait a minute. And Tara Archie. Love you, Tara. Uh, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And one more time, I want to thank GoEco for being the title sponsor of the birthday games. They are every single day one of our day one sponsors. Thank you to Spence Automotive. Thank you to Woodman Life, to uh, Arendelle Parrot Academy. Man, we love some Arendelle Parrot Academy here on the Brian Hanks show. Thank you to the Kinston police department, to the down East wood ducks, man, with this for, I knew the first day back was going to go by fast and it absolutely did. One more time. Want to thank, uh, our good friend, Mark Panicelli in the first hour. Want to thank our good, very, very good friend, Jason Bryant here in the second hour too. We really do appreciate both of them, uh, joining us here on our first day back. Man, have we got some great shows for you coming up over the next few days, man. Let me tell you, tomorrow we're going to have uh, Richard Clark in the first hour, then in our second hour, Isaac Parson and Isaiah Parson will be joining us live. we got a, a big announcement we're going to make with Isaac also. Uh, Michael Martin on Wednesday. Shane Albee, who I was messaging with there a little bit on Thursday. Then Friday, man, Paul Whittington. And then we're going to have uh, an exciting thing that we're going to do. We're going to have the Kenston High School Basketball Draft. Myself, Craig Hill, Nick Harvey, Jay Wilson. Uh, we'll tell you more about that tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun on Friday's show. Listen, again, thank you so much for joining us here. You made coming back so much easier, my friends. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.